Welcome to the best of Jody and Soda. Enjoy. We've been talking about this battle of the sexes tennis match, of course, that mm. took place many, many years ago. In fact, 44 years ago today, Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs. It's a new movie coming out that is based on that. And we thought, well, there's no point us talking about tennis. Why don't we just go to the one and only Darren Kale is in the studio. Hi. Mate, we are talking Adelaide's own and, well, one of the greatest tennis coaches on the planet at the moment looking after world number That's two, Simona Hallett. How's that for a build-up? <laughs> you can do better. Come on. Semi-finalist at the uh, US Open as a singles player. Played Davis Cup for Australia. Mm. Uh, he's taken Leighton Hewitt right, to right, number right. one. That's he's enough. taken Andre Agassi <laughs> to number one. And Simona, well, she'll be there again soon. We're getting there? Yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know Billie Jean King, don't sure, you? Sure, absolutely. Did a little bit of work with her at Channel 7 here years ago yeah. and become really good friends with her. And I think she's done more for women's sport. That's why a lot of the tournaments that we have on the tour at the moment, we're playing for equal prize money. You saw the check for the US Open. I think both the men's and the female winner both made $3.7 million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah wow. Incredible. And she was the pioneer with that uh -huh. equal pay. Yeah, she has so much energy. She's not a youngster anymore. Yeah. Mm. And even with this film, you know, she threw herself into this her heart and soul into it. I haven't yep. seen the movie yet, yeah. but I know Billie Jean's really proud of it. Yeah. And you know the side story to all of this battles of the sexes thing is that Bobby may have backed against himself to lose the match. Right. Yeah. So he was a mad gambler. Um, he wasn't a youngster either, and so that's kind of the side story of it. And now the thing is, he, he lost to Billie Jean King that's right. in that match. He got crushed. He, he's mm. since taken a lie detector test because there were so many people accusing him, and he passed that to say he didn't <laughs> throw the match. But you're right, Darren, I think yeah. for many years people think that he certainly said that up. But look, he was a very good player. He was world number one. And Billie Jean was on a mission because with Margaret Court losing the Bobby Riggs, she took it very personally. She went out and trained incredibly hard for that particular match. For her, it was like a Grand Slam final. Yes. And that particular match did more for women's tennis than any match that's ever been played in the history of the game. And he was mucking around partying, wasn't he, while she was out Apparently, yeah. he thought it was going to be pretty easy. Yeah. You know, No one will ever know the truth behind the story, but it doesn't yeah. matter. The story is that there was a record crowd there. It was a huge match, and Billie Jean won in straight sets. You know tennis men's and women's better than, well, just about anyone on the planet. This whole thing about could Serena Williams or, you know, the best player, Simona, who you look after, could they actually beat a man and at what level do you have to go down to the rankings? You're giving me the good question today. We always hear it because I remember the, the Williams sisters when they were teenagers said they could beat any man outside the top 100. And there was a German guy uh, yeah. and he beat them both. Uh, while, and, while he was smoking in between games. Exactly. And had a couple of beers and a round of golf oh, before and he yeah, beat right. them. Then they said, okay, maybe anyone 350 and above. <laughs> What do you reckon, seriously? Look, I can't even answer that question yeah. because everything depends on what surface, who it was against, yeah. is it going to be a packed stadium? But what I will say is that if I had Serena Williams' serve, yes. I would have been much better than what I was. <laughs> I've been coaching Simona now for two and a half, three years. Yep. If I put her on the court with Federer, Yes. And they hit up and down the middle of the court, there yep. is going to be no difference. You're really? going to look at both players and go, oh my God, these two players are unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. But then there's a physicality, a movement issue, getting in and out of the corners, yeah. strength on the serve. You know, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that separates the men from the women. Give us a little understanding because the amount of money is phenomenal mm -hmm. now. The most excessive sort of lifestyles you've seen. What are some of the most amazing situations? A lot of the customs, as you know, flying to America, you can spend two or three hours in a customs line and, and getting to the airports and making sure that you get in early enough. It's 
nearly as cost effective to take a private plane, don't have to deal with any of that stuff, get to a place much quicker than you normally would and get a practice session in and recover a bit quicker. Does Leighton have a plane? I think the only person that I know that owns his own plane is Andre. Yeah, right. Mo- <laughs> most of the players take private hours, so you buy... Yeah. 50 hours on one of those corporate companies oh, yeah. and then yeah. you used to use those 50 hours. Yeah. yeah. Different exactly. world, right? Because it's not really here in Australia. Mm. But yeah. actually in America and Europe, it makes a lot of sense because you're flying from country to country and it's only an hour or two flight. So to use those wheels up, wheels down hours actually makes quite a bit of sense. Oh, you know what? It makes mm. sense to me. Good on you, Darren. Mm. Good stuff. Good to be alive right about now. Jody and Soda, Adelaide's Fun Breakfast Show. Weekdays from 6 on Mix 102.3.